Abdul. Hey, what's going on, man? It's good, bro. Um, I'm gonna let you know we're, we're gonna be waiting for Muhammad because this guy has African errands. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's his life, bro. What are you up to, bro? I feel like I haven't spoken to you in a minute. Yeah, man. It's been a very long time, really. I know. Been busy. Just been living my life right now and just trying to. Even what? What'd you say? You got married? No, <laughs> not yet. Uh, <laughs> but just trying to like, um, you know, keep busy. Oh, keep uh, busy. Keep to myself. Yeah. 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 Well, how, you have it busy. Now, I see you now posting a lot of uh, motivational stuff on your stories on IG. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to tell you something right now. It might be coming a surprise, but I'm going to take a little detox from uh, social media. I saw I saw that post. Why is that? Because sometimes I do see you, but like, what's what's different this time? I think it's uh, it's good to have something in moderation. It's good to have something in, you know, uh, kind of not always be on something all the time. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I, I agree. You have to have a healthy relationship with something, and that that means like taking time away from something in order to to really, um, you know, I guess solidify your relationship or to make it better. I couldn't agree more, bro. Sometimes you need, I, I, sometimes you need that, uh, I guess, to deviate yourself from social media because obviously it has a lot of toxic energy, a lot of like negative stuff. So sometimes you have to just like leave and say, I'm, I'm going to be to myself for the next month or two. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think you feel that when you get off of, uh, you know, whatever it is that you're, you're falling into, whatever obsession that you have, you, you kind of take time away from it by, you know, changing your, your way of living or by anything, just by doing something extremely different to that, what you're doing right now, because yeah. you can tell if it's something, if it's becoming an addiction or if it's becoming something really big, you would take a lot of time off of it and you would really make some drastic changes to how you're living and what you're doing. Yeah. Honestly, dude, like I, I could tell you one thing that um a lot of people who spend a lot of, it's actually proven if you spend more time on social media, you're actually much more depressed because you would rather uh, view what other people have or what they don't have as opposed to working on yourself. And obviously you can use social media as a platform to grow, which is nothing wrong with that. A hundred percent. But I feel the uh, consumption of social media can obviously affect mental health. Yeah. I, I, and you know, like uh, the funny thing is, is like this whole, um, you know, entrepreneur thing that's going on Instagram and trying to be your own boss and everything. It always, you always see these people, they're always on Instagram. And sometimes I yeah. look at that and I inspire to be something like that, you know, to be my own, mm -hmm. to be my own boss, to be someone who's on my own time. But at the same time, you have to look at that and be like, whoa, like this guy has been doing this for so long, but that that's their dedication. That's their life. You know, yeah. like that's, that's what they got to well, do. They have to do that. Then again, no one knows people but like no one knows themselves better than themselves right so for example you see all this like for example what um you see everybody to uh, be, be, be an amazing entrepreneur but we also don't know what they go through internally right so for example what i could put on instagram or, or what you could put on instagram or anybody else could just be i guess a, a basically a, a pot like a, a, a spit i mean that's the word i'm looking for bro jeez I guess a time in your life where it's like for five minutes, like, yo, this is what my life is. But realistically, sometimes people, sometimes people want validation from other people. They want to feel accepted. That's why social media also does deteriorate someone's mental health because they're like, oh, I'm getting all this validation from people. I'm mm -hmm. getting a thousand comments, but does that really, does that really uh, evaluate who I really am? And maybe you could justify their way of living by saying that, hey, you know what? They don't 
look for validation. For me, I'm I'm not that type of breed, at least not now. You know, you never know what happens in the future. You never know like mm-hmm. how your life changes. But you know, as as someone who's you see, most of those people they've been doing this for so long that they've just it's a grind to them. It's just like a, it's just like second nature. It's just like yeah, waking no. up in the morning. They know what they got to do. They got a schedule, and they wake up and at a good time, and 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 they get their day started. Because they know that they have a responsibility. They know that they've been working no, this hard. Sure. They got to keep it up. You know, it's hard. The thing, yeah. But the thing is, too, I've, like the people that, who are listening, I've obviously known you for like three years now. And mm-hmm. knowing, seeing you on your Instagram and seeing you in person, getting to know, obviously, like my, like my little bro right here, you're the same person. So when you're obviously captivated, like when you're, when you're preaching on social media or like I see you in person, I don't see a differentiator. It's not like you're being one person on social media, but you're being another person when I see you. No, you're the same person. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very authentic when <laughs> I'm very authentic when it comes to um what I'm saying and especially if I'm saying something really meaningful and especially when I'm with close friends or yeah. anything like that. Anything to do with that. Well, and also cuz I remember like I know you're a bit like you're big on a lot of people who influence you. So that's also good that means you have a lot of people that are around you that are that have a good environment around you that are influencing you to do good stuff. And that that's really that's actually that's an, that's an amazing like friendship that you have with people that are talk you're talking to mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 you know yo i'm gonna tell you something weird i had a <laughs> i had a dream of you bro in my dream <laughs> you were in my dream bro. <laughs> this guy misses me that <laughs> much eh? i've been having some really weird dreams man Just... what's the weird dream bro we'll talk right, about so it this <laughs> one was this yeah this one was weird. this one this one wasn't that bad but it was just really odd so in my dream apparently it was like the end of the world yeah and it was like a zombie apocalypse or something and my house was it, it didn't look like my house my house looked like uh was very um old and like isolated <laughs> around a lot of like greenery yeah. and stuff and relatively small house and i just remember that no one was in the house but me i was watching tv you come knocking on the door and you just walk in and then you're like you know you're like yo what's going on what's going on and, <laughs> and all this stuff <laughs> and then and then bro we have a conversation you say bro i have i have a i have a proposition for you you pull out like two two checks they say like six thousand dollars both of them say six thousand dollars you're like bro i'm handing one to you <laughs> i was so confused because this is such a weird dream and then all of a sudden right after that right exactly right after that my entire family was in the house this whole time there was another family that we had no idea who the hell they are, like why mm-hmm. they're doing here. It was a weird dream. You know, it's funny because I, it's funny because I, I had maybe a couple of days ago you were in my dream too. This is actually funny, Bruh. <laughs> dude. I, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've been told by um, some people that I've like they've dreamt, they've dreamt of me like killing them or something, like three people. <laughs> no, some sometimes sometimes like for, no, my dream was just basically. Like we honestly, for me, we just like um, you were like I, I, we were talking, but it's not like it was like me, you, and like obviously like lead was inside. I'm like I'm not sure what the hell this is going on, but like long story short, we were all talking, vibing. But sometimes dreams can send a message, or can I guess in a sense it can warn you or do Abu. stuff like that. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? I was gonna say sometimes dreams can warn you, or like sometimes your subconscious mind 
uh, is trying to tell you something or you're thinking about something too much. So sometimes it just like it warns you, like for example, because I haven't, you, you know, I haven't, I almost haven't seen almost in a year and a half, which is crazy to think that. Whoa. I know, but it's been a minute still. Your boys, your boys been hibernating, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've been hibernating. I uh, I had another dream too. I had a dream where um, this guy I, actually, dreams. I had a Preach. dream where I was I was in a cult. Cult or cult? Like a cult. Oh, cult, bro. What cult were you were you in, bro? It was weird, man. So I was, I, and I remember it like really clearly, but I remember it in like increments. Like I remember like parts of this dream, obviously, because when you wake up, you only remember about 3% of your dreams. Uh-huh. But I, yeah. in this dream, everything, we're, we're, we're I'm, I'm in this like prison bus with a bunch of other kids. I was like, were you really going to jail, bro? Yeah. Well, we were actually, basically, it was basically a jail, but like worse. And mm-hmm. we went inside this place. It was, it, it, we, we stopped, it was a very bright and sunny day. We stopped at this, like, you know, like every cult has like some building or like some secret like cabin or whatever in the woods, right? There's like always something to do with cults and like forests, like remote areas that people don't really yeah. know about. So I'm, I'm going to this place and uh, we stop outside of a castle. Just, just like a huge castle, and and then yeah. all the kids get out of this bus. We all head to this, um, this big ass place, and everything inside is old. Like I walk inside, everything is like, you know, there's no electricity. Everything's powered by canteen oil lights and like lamps, candles, and and all that stuff, like torches. And it felt like I was in a like a like a set of a medieval movie or something like that mm. <laughs> and well, um yeah and then uh all of a sudden what were you gonna say what were you gonna say no and no, I'll, I'll say my question after but yeah continue with your dream all of a sudden i go into my cell and my cell is basically like a cage it's like a prison cell like that's what it is with yeah. a bunker and i think there's there's like not a window or there's like there it was very vague everything was mm-hmm. just very like old and and dark and yeah. we go inside. All the people who are working there are like guards. They're all wearing like medieval armor, and they got uh, like swords and plated armor and clothing and stuff like that and chains. It was weird. Next thing I remember is I was uh, in my cell, and guess who's my cellmate, bro? Oh. I don't know where. I just I don't even know how I jumped this up, but it was Robert Patterson. Jeez, <laughs> really weird. Just. Man. Well, it could mean a lot of thought because like I have a question. We spoke so much about dreams. What are your dreams like? What do you like? What 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 things do you do you dream about to accomplish? What does Abdul want to accomplish, bro? Hmm. Man, I think my main goals, like long term goals, if you are you saying? Just like anything, like for like it could be long term goals. It could, like yeah, long term goals, obviously. Like things that you have like dreamt of like now or as a kid that you hope and that you want to achieve. I think, uh, you know, being able to secure my financial future, that's just one thing. Not to be rich. Like, I don't want to – it's not about that. It's just about being um, – Financially free? Financially free. Just being well well financed for myself and for my family. Yeah. You know, like I could be able to travel if I want to or I'll have free time to do whatever. I don't need to work until I'm, like, 80, right? But, like, obviously, I need well, to be that's what grind. that's what society teaches you, bro. They want you to yeah. work until you're 80. Exactly. You know what's the crazy thing is? My my professor in, in class, he was talking about how school is practically set up for you to fail. And he's a science. He's a, he's a professor. Like, he's a professor at a university. He studied science. 
this and like this guy's in his like 30s and stuff like that and it was really upsetting to hear that because you think about all the people who go into school basically everyone goes into school most people go into school and most people you know are not bound for success why yeah because the system is set up for failure it's system that's set set up for you to to you know spend thousands and thousands of dollars on tuition you know and i i don't like bragging about it all the time because i'd say it all the time and mm-hmm. you know like it's it's a very sensitive topic for people like my parents or something like that but the whole entire point is it's my future it's we're talking about you know me going into an institution that's meant yeah. to teach you to live your life and you know people why do people go to school so that they can get a job they can get a really high paying job and yeah. uh you know don't need to go to work at mcdonald's right like that's yeah. the whole point shout out to mcdonald's i'm just joking. shout out to mcdonald's <laughs> but you know <laughs> and, and there's some truth to that too like you know working at mcdonald's there's a sense well, of there's a sense of like um I'm not saying like you should work as a as someone who flips burgers and maybe you work your way up, but I think that if you know McDonald's, there, there's a system. You know how McDonald's works, right? You know about yeah. how it's made. You know how about the how everything's made and why it's a multi-billion-dollar company that it is today. Well, to add on to your point, talking about school, like I've always I've always said that school is not the only way of succeeding, right? Obviously, like if you want to enter, you, you probably become a doctor, a lawyer, engineer. I want to say like accountant. There are certain 100%. there are certain fields that you have to need school for because obviously there's certificates and the stuff that you have to get. Now, there's certain people that I look at. I'm like, this guy is not a school type of person because like if you if you question authority, if you question people, which or if you or if you uh, are always I want to say like a rebel, but not a bad one, a good one, where it's like you don't agree with what society is teaching you. You want to go outside of the bloom and do your own thing. That's when you know school's not really meant for you. Now, obviously, culturally. Mm-hmm. Culturally, for like for like whether it's like South Asians or um, the Arab Middle Eastern community, whoever it may be, yeah, school is a big thing. Like you, your parents want to see you graduate. That's why you're saying it's a sensitive topic for parents to hear. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna drop out and do whatever. They'll be like, bro, you mud? Like you dropped yeah. out? Why? No, hundred percent. I agree with that. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's sad because like you know that that's the system that most people are put through. Most people are meant to say, hey, like you have to, you should go to school, and then maybe you'll get a job. It's like you know, I worked so hard for this and now I'm working another 20 years, 20 plus years, 10 plus years to pay off loans and then find a good yeah. job and then get married maybe and possibly <laughs> have a child to, if I could support it or yeah. all, all while you're living in a, a, you know, two bedroom apartment with like very small, like it, it, does, it doesn't seem fair at all. Like it does not seem fair. Well, think about, think about it this way. Like for example, there's obviously like I, I was I always use a dumb example, but it works. So I'm just like I always told that like one of my friends, I'm like, there's always multiple ways to get the number six in math. You can add something to uh, multiply, subtract, divide. Even within those addings, there's multiple ways of finding the number six. Meaning and success, you can do success a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. I always I always use the example. I'm like, yes, right now you may not be getting paid big money, but I don't look for the money. I look for the fact that I can leave a legacy. Yeah. I want to be that guy that. I don't care how much money I make in the end of the day. You said it earlier today. You just want to you want to ensure that you love what you do and that looking back, nothing can ever take that away from you. Because I was like, what well, even I can use uh, like Mosaic as an example. And I was like, one of the the coordinator. Bro, I hated um, my life. Yeah. I hated my life. I'm like, I would go to the office, bro. Walla, hour or two hours, I'm doing nothing in my <laughs> in my office. I'm just like sitting on my phone on Instagram. Yeah, dude. It was. It's. 
I remember Mosaic. Yeah, you brought that brought up that name. It's like, whoa, Mosaic. How did you know? How did you still remember? Um, you know, and I also want to clarify, like when I talk about school, like yeah. you know, people think I'm always trashing school or something. I think school is good if you want to go the safe route. That, that that's not a bad thing. Like some people just don't want to take the risk. They don't want to spend ten years trying to build something, and if it doesn't come to fruition, listen, man, you can always yeah. go back to school. You know, you always have school. You, the, if you want to do that, if that's the route you want to go down, do it. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to be a, an entrepreneur if you don't want to. If you find uh, satisfaction and, and, and respite in being, you know, um, a, a worker at a company or someone who works with someone, I mean, if you find that is your calling, then, you know, you go ahead and do it. That's, that's up to you. Well, I think we have to clarify that there's a huge difference between education and school. Oh yeah. School's a business, school's a big business, school's a business where they're trying to like deteriorate kids, make them go bankrupt or debt for a piece of paper. Now, mind you, education, for example, like you, when you first entered the Forex game, for a lot of people that don't know, yeah, you enter the forex game. That's education. You taught yourself. You would take your time. I know you would. You would take your time to study, ask the questions that have to be asked because you want to get the best at your craft. If you're not, if and that's really important. Now, always it is like as you said, we're not. I'm not trashing on school. School is definitely good, amazing for people. I know for me personally, it's not. That's why, at the age of 25, I'm like, thank God I'm done because now I can focus on what I really want to, really want to do. Mm-hmm. But people, if you want to do anything, whether it's like doctor, engineer, you want to be of making $50,000 a year, make sure you be the best at what you really do. Because I feel like if you're not able to commit to hundred percent, why live at all? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm in uh, I'm studying environmental science, obviously that's a very big field. And um, yeah, it's extremely, um, it's kind of daunting really to, because in a sense that, you know, I'm studying about all this in school Yet I I also have to realize the idea of, you know, hey, I got finances, I, you know, if I want to raise a family and all that stuff, like I got to meet those expectations. Well, you're also a young dude. Like how old? Yeah, are you? I'm 20 years old. That's very you're young. 20. Yeah, you're you're a young man, bro. Like inshallah, bro. Like by the time you're my age now, like when you're 25, like hopefully you'll you won't make the mistakes that your uh, friends made. And that's why it's good to ask these questions because the more the less the less mistakes you can make that people have made that are crucial the more we're on the right path. And you're a young bro. Like, I feel like you have, you have an amazing path. I'm like along the way, inshallah. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you never know. I mean, I'm still developing as a person. Everyone, everyone is, you're still so underdeveloped, even by the age of 25, even by the age of, of course, bro. You know, and it's, I feel like uh, people rush things, man. It's, it's, it's just like, it's whoa, it's like... People are rushing because they, they feel insecure that they're not able to do... Like, for example, I'll give an example. Like, right now, if if me and you are... Like, if, if I'm driving on the road, you're also driving on the road, right? If I look at you while you're driving, I'm not looking what's in front of me, I'm going like, to have a car accident, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, the, what I'm trying to say is focus on your own life. Everybody has their own timeline. Like, Abdul, if you, yeah. if you, start, if you start earning, like, $500,000 in the next two years with the Forex, that's your hard work and dedication. It does not mean that the next person, that your next friend may not be able to do that, but it's not in his timeline right now. Maybe because he hasn't gained a full experience. You said it yourself. Like, you're always going to be, the older you get, you'll still be unexperienced with something. You have to learn it. Mm-hmm. And people have to start looking at their own life and say, what can I do better to, like, promote myself? Not, oppo- not don't get, I don't like it when people compare themselves to other people. Like, you're, you're making yourself sound like a loser. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. 
I agree. Yeah, fam. <sighs> but aside from that, bro, like, what's new with Abdul? Like, what new projects do you? What new? What new things are you doing to keep up in this quarantine? What are you doing since since quarantine? I've been reading more books a lot, a lot lately. More just books. Trying to, more books. Just been what, trying to. What's your What's your favorite book? Okay, right now I'm reading this book called uh, "The Subtle Art of Not Giving." Not giving a bleep. Oh, look who's here. Mohammed. How's everyone? Well, it's everyone good, is man. good. So me and Abdul are just well. basically roasting you for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I know I'm playing. So just to catch you up, me and Abdul are basically talking about education in school, talking about dreams. And but basically, like, we were just talking about uh, how, just before you legit joined, how school is basically not for everybody. Yeah, I was just uh, basically explaining how it's uh, it's kind of a sad truth that uh, I'll actually tell you, Mo, that my professor was um, uh, he's a science professor, but he he was he basically sat us down in the class and told us that school basically set up for people to fail. Most people, most people, not every single person, but most people that most people who go through this kind of safe system are going to have, you know, they're not going to they're going to have a hard time finding a job because the thing is is that you know nowadays it's not about uh what you you know what kind of degree you have i guess or the fact that you've gone to school to really get a job there's a lot of people out there who don't have degrees who don't have any type of you know education and still have made a name for their for themselves not saying that that's not the case like for most people some people have gone through the school system but i was explaining to him that you know this professor was confessing that this whole, his whole like, you know, educational academic career was about working extremely hard in a, into, in a institution that cost him thousands and thousands of dollars, many years of, you know, his early twenties. And for the most part, like it's really hard to find a job right after that and to be yeah. financially free, to be financially secure. That's one of the well, most important things. Let me let me ask you a question. So obviously, when I first met you, like you were like you were really into like the music era, right? Yeah. What what made you do the switch from music to forex? Like, what was it about forex that you said I'm like I'm I'm gonna go with this avenue? I feel like there's they're very two different fields, and I I was looking at like not about. Um, I just I kind of like lost interest in music very very slowly. Only because I felt like, you know, it was very time consuming and it just wasn't really my thing. Like, I just wasn't feeling, I wasn't in the zone when I was making music. <laughs> it was kind of more of a hobby, mm -hmm. you know? And you might have seen me, like, on my story a lot, post videos of me freestyling. And I like freestyling still nowadays. Like, I like freestyling, right? But yeah. it's not, it wasn't something that I was like, you know what, maybe if I do this, like, I don't know if I'll be able to, like, really enjoy this. I don't know if, like, and also the, the, and this wasn't the main factor, but also the idea of what the sacrifices you have to make to become an artist. And while you're an artist, the fact that there's people throwing deals at you and stuff like that. And some of these deals are, you know, they, that means like, hey, we'll collect 40% of your revenue or something like this or whatever money you make yeah. is coming to us. You yeah. know, that's always a risky thing to be your own boss, your own manager. That was completely different. That was like, it just, it kind of caught my eye more. I just wanted to mm -hmm. be someone who was independent. I don't want to be anyone who's working under someone else, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that's basically what it was. Mohammed, you sound quiet there. 
Oh, no, I'm listening to his answer. Uh, so, yeah, pretty much like you guys have been talking about school education. Uh, obviously, it's good to go to school. Uh, that's one thing I, I want to put out there that you shouldn't go to school. Uh, I think the one thing that people don't really talk about and even notice is that, yeah, you don't have to go to school to become successful, as we all know. The same people have done it, but they're very few in numbers, right? And the reason why is because they did the work. It doesn't really. Ma- it doesn't matter if you go to school or not. It's all about if you do the work. It doesn't matter if you go to school because yeah. you go to school for any type of uh, program. But obviously, probably the reason why you're doing the program is because your friends or your parents and they persuade you for all these years. So you did it. You didn't like him stuff. But it doesn't mean that there isn't a program in school that's meant for you that you actually might like and stuff, right? So for people to say like, "Oh, school is bad." doesn't make any sense because they haven't really tried or even seen like it was there a possibility of a program that actually matched their needs their qualities and skill right and on the flip yep. side if you do not do school okay everything's on your own cool so therefore you need experience a lot of people don't know what to do as far as to gain experience so therefore they actually like latch onto the idea of just chasing something that's never uh-huh. going to exist because they don't know where to start and therefore they never built upon upon the foundation of it so it's kind of yeah it doesn't matter if you go to school or not you just got to do the work, right? And uh, I think yeah. when it comes to people, as far as education and school systems, obviously, we know they could do a better job because obviously times are changing. Kids are evolving as far as visuals, technology and everything. So, yeah, the school could be outdated as far as the formula well, in the system. But it's never uh, it shouldn't be seen as a weapon that's there to, I guess, hinder a kid's progression or to traumatize as far as their outreach or opportunities in life, right? So that's one well, thing I want to say. That that that's that goes back to the I guess the districts and training teachers to be much more involved with their students because obviously, like there are teachers, Mohammed. Obviously, we grew up together, so obviously we know about certain teachers that they weren't the best in terms of like communicate or conveying the message to you when whatever the circumstances circumstances may be, but. School, I guess the hate, I want to say the hatred of school or the liking of school happens at a young age. Like I remember people would say, "Oh, I hate school," but like I feel for me, I, I always found it like kind of BS because like I, I was on the next level. Like I was on the next level where I would try to run away from school. But not saying like not saying not saying that everyone. Like, this, guy, this guy's laughing. This is true, bro. I I used to skip in grade five. That's how bad I was. <laughs> no, I was I was just gonna say like uh, you know that whole point of um, school. You know that school is not a bad thing, Mo. I one hundred percent agree with you. I actually, I actually do just drop out and like you should think about what you're doing. You should think about your actions first before you take that stuff. Because me and me and Osama were just when you were when you were in here. Me and Osama were just explaining that you know it's it. There's nothing wrong with being someone who wants to follow that system. If you want to go to school, if you find respite and if you find uh, that, you know, your calling is working at a company or going at a program in school, 100% do it because that's the, that's the important key is if you're happy about that, you won. That's like, that's your mission. Of course. You know, it kind of goes back to a sense like, um, I guess people who, it's, it's probably influences. Like I was telling Abdul earlier before you joined Mohammed how he was basically, uh, I forget what we were talking about. I was, basically, I was basically just saying that he has a lot of good influences around him. That's why he's always like not making like, I guess, um, crucial decisions that he's always on the right path because obviously a he's young too which gives him the advantage and two that um he has people who are to give him good advice and i feel for example like if you at a young age want to be a basketball player right you're going to start looking at like players like lebron kobe bryant rest in peace steph curry all these other players that are like 
they're the best in the league. So you're, so, you're going to start going out of your way to research where can I go to the best basketball academy? Boom, 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 boom. So I can go to the NBA if you're actually that amazing. If you want to be a doctor, obviously, you really, some people know at a, at a really, really young age what they want to do. I was fortunate that I do know what I want. I, I, I do know what I want to do at a young age. Some people, they, they, they know after. They have to go through certain like experiences to say, oh, you know what? I actually want to be an actor. I want to actually want to be an engineer. But my point is, whatever, whatever people want to do, you have to do it the best at your ability. Because mm-hmm. I was re- watching a video, and this guy was basically saying, what does Nike stand for, right? And everyone's replying back, just do it. And he's like, what does Adidas stand for? And he's like, nothing is impossible. Impossible is nothing. And then they asked him, and he asked, what do you guys stand for? And everyone was quiet. So he was like, the fact that you guys don't know what you stand for scares me because he's like, you have to stand for something. And that's mm-hmm. really important. No, yeah. it's a good point. The last thing I want in my life is to be the reason why someone's life did not succeed or they failed. was solely on the words that I said, and they took it upon it, and they thought that was gold. Like, a beautiful example is Gary Vee. Obviously, Gary Vee came yeah. out a few years ago, started a movement, and became this person and this voice for a new generation. And his message is, hey, screw the school system. You can do it yourselves, I'll say, right? Well, a lot of and people say that. he has these that. tools and tips. But the thing is, it's one thing to say the idea, but to reinforce it and to make it the end all or be all, like his rhetoric is, if you do not do this, you won't achieve anything in life. Do you know how many kids are going to have the option, not even the option, the willpower? Okay. To not go to school because of what he said, and therefore not even try, but you can't and therefore blame have him. to live with the consequences for the rest of their lives. But That's you can't, bl- but you can't really fully blame him, though. You can't, I just, of course. I just no, you I can't. Just... The reason I'm not blaming him. The reason why is because he never ever gives the ultimate side of actually school is a positive thing, and here's why. He's yeah. always saying. This is why you shouldn't go to but school. Yeah, you have to understand for someone like Gary Vee, who's he's spoken about school multiple times. There was one video where he said if you want to go to school, like you can go. But I think for him, people talk about their projective of insecurities. Like for example, he he just I guess he went out of a way and out of in his days it definitely it was probably a little bit harder to become an entrepreneur because in terms of technological advancements, it wasn't as hard. They never had social media where they can just post one freaking video on TikTok and it blows up or IG. But yes, I don't, and I don't think Gary Vee cares if people listen to the device and fail. That's not his fault. That's your fault. You know, I just wish that he would explain more about school. Of uh, course, because like, I think if you but, don't care, then you, oh, that's that's insensitive in a way. But but Mo, but Mo, but Mo, he, but he, whenever he talks about school, don't you ever feel that there's a little bit of a bias there because he never was successful at school? That, of course. You know, he not to say not to say myself. he's wrong. Not to say he's okay. wrong, because he might relate to a, a number of people. Like, he might relate to, like, like who Like you know, I, listen, I love school. I used to love school. Not as much as I do now. I mean, like, <laughs> I do still enjoy going to university. I still do enjoy seeing my friends in class. But, but sometimes I look at the work that I'm doing, and I'd be like, why are they teaching me this? And why are we not applying this knowledge? I think, yeah. his, I think if he would have just explain if you were to just explain how applied knowledge is really important and if you were to just learn something one year in school and try to apply it in a real life situation or try to emulate that you know like bring a little bit more positivity to school because it's not it's not a it's not an entirely bad system even though i just told you that my professor had basically worked a lot of years in school just to teach other kids you know 
there's a fine line between we have to understand for people to for people that are listening there's a fine line between education and school school mm-hmm. has turned more into a business and that's what it is like for example when it's time to pay your payments they want the payment before before you start your classes now for Gary Vee to say for any other I know other like entrepreneurs or market like digital marketing say the same stuff like I've I've heard all of them say the same thing about school their problem is that the education system has not changed They've seen the same system. Like now, for example, they're adding financial literacy, I believe for high school, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. I heard about that, yeah. Which, hey, it's actually a good move because I feel it's important that kids at a young age should know how to pay taxes and should know bank terms as opposed to like going to the, like after. Like, I know people till at my age that don't know how to do their own taxes. And then mind you, like it's not a big thing, but you know, obviously when you go to the real world, if you're living on your own, you should know how to do it or at least know the basic concept. To add on to most point about and him not caring, I don't believe he has to care because think of anybody. Do you think, for example, like Drake cares what people say about him? He doesn't. That's what makes him successful. Gary but, v, yeah, but it's not what he cares what people say. It's the message behind his words because you no, don't realize the weight. However, however. Well, if he's Gary, preaching it, if he's – yeah, go on. Gary does talk about – Gary does talk about finding your calling. He does – you know what he talks about? I see a lot of it in his videos – not about exactly being your own boss, but being happy. Like he says that if you're happy doing something, go do it. If you find, you know, and I think that message, I don't think it comes as clear as you would, as many people would want it to come. Like, you know, he's not specifically giving examples about school, but he's, he's giving examples about anything. He just said you could be happy. If you want to, you know, drop out of school and you want to, start your own business and you become successful boom you're happy you're doing what you want to do because you you thought of something you said hey you know what i want to work at it like for repetition and see what happens and then and, boom you know you finally hit a point and then you you just keep going you, you're on a roll and or yeah. or or you could if you'd like if you find happiness in mopping floors at a university that there's nothing wrong to it because at the end of the day you're happy you won he doesn't make that clear enough I know, like, he says that, you know, you should be happy, but even though he doesn't kind of reinstate it that way. But, yeah, that's just the whole point. Dude, if I ask you right now, like, a question, what makes you happy? Who influences you? You should have the answer deep down because, obviously, that is an answer. For Gary Vee, when Gary Vee says something like, um, he actually put, he posted a video on TikTok. He's like, for all you influencers who want to be influenced and act like assholes after and uh, think you're you're the shit now because you have all this all this clout and now your fans come up to you and ask for an autograph and a picture you say no he's like you're an asshole he called them out he called all these like young entrepreneurs out he's like who do you guys think you are it's like so for him to also play devil's advocate on the influencer side shows you i'm not saying how real because i don't know the guy personally i'm just saying that whatever he's putting out there is how he feels and clearly he's not going to go back on it there was a video actually go watch it a teacher a te- someone's talking to gary he's like why do you swear too much? He, and, he's, and he basically explained his reasoning. And then she asked him, do you swear in front of your kids? He said, yeah, I swear in front of my kids. He's like, mm. because... So people live the, the, the same way in life. Mo, Muhammad, someone can hear this podcast and say, damn, like, Muhammad, Osama, and Abdul, this guy called Abdul said something wrong. Okay, that's your opinion. I'm not, I'm not personally saying that you should not go to school. No, you, you should go to school and see if you like it or you don't. Not school everyone is can important. Be, not everyone can that's- be an entrepreneur. 
you know, education is important. That's just that's just the whole point is education is important. Do you guys know a guy named David Meltzer? No, no, never heard of him. Okay, he's a he's a speaker, you know, entrepreneur, author, and he's he's wrote a couple of books. He's a co-founder of uh, of of uh, Sports One Marketing, and his life mission his life mission is to make over is to empower a billion people to be happy. And if you ever see his Instagram, he's never talking about he he's never talking about. He's almost like what you want him to be, you know, like Mo, like, you know how you're saying like, Hey, you know, Gary Vee always talks about this and he influences younger people to like do things that maybe not be, might not be the best choice for them. This guy's yeah. in telling people like, Hey, you know what? You should dropping out of school, not by basically working um, on you at 24 seven, but by pursuing happiness through uh, meeting people by pursuing happiness through experiencing new different type of things and just just do what you want to do you know like it's it, it to be successful is a is a continuous uh chase it's it's a continuous uh process right would you guys agree that you know like hey you know what being happy and like being successful and finding your that one thing that just like gets you in the zone every single day is is a continuous search well that you said something uh that captivated me success and being successful and being happy are two different things a lot of people will say oh I, for me to be successful, happy i have to have money you have to I have to be successful now success like we also talked about this in our other podcast about um success is not defined by money a lot of people just want to be they think that money will make them happy so they think the more money they have the more successful they are which is totally not true mm-hmm. no i i agree i don't think money is Oh my God. I, I just hate it when people are like, Hey, you know what? I want to be rich. I want to be this. I'm like, dude, like you're, you're looking at the wrong thing, man. Like it's your goal. Shouldn't be, Hey, I want to, I want to be a billion dollars rich. Your goal should be, Hey, I want to be able to empower others to be happy, to be able to, you know, set an example, like just be an example for others to follow. And all those things, you know, fame, money, those things will come soon, but just work, focus on the work. Yeah, you know, just to add on to your point, for me, like if someone said they want to be, like, they want to have a billion dollars, that's that's fine. Like I'm, I'm happy for them. You could do it. By all means, go do it. I just find that that should never be your end goal. Like no man. For example, once you reach that, go ahead, go ahead. And I was gonna say once you once you start chasing materialistic things like cars or like girls or like boats, yachts, houses, stuff like that, you're just gonna go. There's gonna be a point where you'll start going crazy. All of us, is, it's nice to have all that stuff. Believe me, like if any, if any one of us had that stuff, you'll be happy. Like, damn, like I'm financially free. Like I've, I've never had this when I was a kid. But to say, like, for example, the, a goal would be, for example, I want to be synonymous with like business. So like, when people think of empowering, they think of me. That they think they see a leader amongst other leaders and they say, this person stands out and says, wow, he's actually in front of the whole generation. That's actually achievable. Whatever, you could do that. You see something wrong within the business, you're like, I want to change that. Well, oh, what's, yeah. what's what's with all the uh, silence? No, I'm just listening. I'm just listening to everyone's conversation. Uh, I don't know if you heard our few, the past episodes, but usually if a guest comes on the show, I like to listen, uh, hear their thoughts, and uh, therefore eventually ask a question. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't here for the first like 20 minutes, yeah. but I guess the question I'd love to ask you, Abdul, would be, if you, hmm, let me see. Okay. okay, here's a cool question. All right, so obviously you like doing different things. You like creating music, photo editing, all these different kind of styles, right? In different formats and mediums, right? 
Mm-hmm. Now, this is a good question. If you could choose to do one sort of medium, what would you do and why? One sort of medium out of all the all the things that I do. Yep, because you're a creative person. So if you could choose one, choose one, which one would it be and why? You know, I feel most um I guess comfortable whenever I'm doing or like not well, yeah, more comfortable. Like I I feel more um satisfied or feeling like you know i i'm doing really well in this thing when i when i do photography and photo editing mm-hmm. i really like photo editing and i always looked at like graphic design as well yeah as a second to that and i was like you know what maybe i should probably take a course in photography or or even uh graphic design and mm. try to learn from there because graphic design is it's something really creative that and i'm a, i'm a very creative person i'm more creative than i am good with numbers or good with you know other pieces of information but yeah my whole thing is like i i was like <laughs> when i started making all those like vogue covers and stuff like that people were like whoa like i made mine first and then i posted it and then people were like yo you should like make mine for me yo where's my vogue <laughs> <Yeah>. cover bro <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on it bro i'm working on it but but um you know it's a creative process it's something that's fun to do and yeah. because it's creative, you can do whatever you want. I mean, obviously make it, uh, you know, you have to fit a certain criteria when you're making a specific uh, uh, piece of art. But the whole point is you're doing what, you know, you, you could do. You have ability, you have like multiple options. You know, everything is kind of like free base. It's not like, it's not a very rigid system. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. My next question, my, uh, sorry, I have one more question. So obviously you picked one, which is photo editing. But since you're a creative person and you do a lot of things, what do you think that comes from? Does that come from your lineage? Does that come from being inspired by different arts? Or did it come from like watching someone? Where do you think your creative instincts come from? I feel like a lot of it might come from my sister, but not, it's like an indirect force. Oh, okay. I, feel like, I feel like my sister is very into fashion. She's very into um you know, uh, more fashion than, than me, but like, she's very into like, uh, uh, that type of stuff. And she was even into photography as well for mm-hmm. a while. And I was like, you know, I really want, I, I think what influenced me was like, I really wanted to know what she was doing when she was taking photos. Like I had no idea, like it kind of how good an image would look if you just bought a camera and uh-huh. just started shooting photos and then edited it later. I mean, there's some people I follow on Instagram who have amazing, amazing photography, and they yeah. travel the world, and they it's a, it's a very great thing. Also, the also the other thing that kind of comes with it is you get to travel too. Like, there's some sense of like, hey, I get to have some freedom, and in this entire like the world is freaking huge. Huge. You can travel to so many places, meet so many people. I mean, there's some there's some amazing things you could learn from photography, yeah. and it's I just. Have- uh, also, your buddy uh, um, who, who who photographs all those cars. Oh, Moba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sick, man. He's yeah, crazy. yeah. Shout out to that guy, bro. He's probably, he's in Kingston right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, him and the him and the other boys are going on a vacation. But I had a question for you though. So because it kind of led into Mo's second question. So who would you say are five people that influence you on a date? Like who have influenced you and who do influence you? So either or. People. Definitely my sister. That's number one. My older sister. Um, second person. 
my uncle, my uncle, he's really, he's also a really creative person, but he's also an intellectual man. This guy is, uh-huh. a, he thinks he's a one of a kind person. This guy is, uh, he used to be a DJ. Like, oh, kinda, like geez, that's that dope. That's dope. He, used, he used to freelance just like around Europe and stuff because he lived in Holland and he oh, went okay. to Spain and like did like a, a, a house party. He was like a DJ at a house party. And man, he was sick, man. He was like on another level. But him, my sister, Um, it's hard to think of people who are influenced me, man. Well, let's let, let's do it through two. So you say, you Kanye. Say, no, Kanye, hell no, bro. I feel Dude. like I feel like a, a from a from an indirect stance, like yeah, you know what? Yeah. You could say like an artist, like Kanye, or you I could say um people like that. Yeah, I I, 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 I like that energy of of um, and I would even say um, there's this guy uh. Oh, one of the people who I work with, Lean. I think you guys had an interview with her. Yes, that's she's her, uh, very, she's, she's very, very cool, man. Yeah, amazing. She's, <laughs> she's a, yeah, she's a very young, like she's a very bright mind. She, I just love, like her motivation. She's very hardworking, and I'm just happy that she's my mentor. Incredible. Yeah, she's, she's a. I've actually it's funny because I've never really met her in person, I've, and I've had her on Instagram for two years. But I've always spoken to her about like this random stuff, whether it's about Palestine or it's just motivation yeah, no, success she's amazing she's uh she deserves she she's um yeah she's she's just amazing that's all i gotta say yo who keeps smacking i hear smacking sounds like bro but um honestly yeah bro so it's good to, so so you said your sister uh your uncle lean and uh kanye west mm-hmm. yeah see kanye west i kind of disagree with after um but nonetheless man Nonetheless, um, why do you disagree to... with Kanye West, man? What, what did he do to you? I don't say, I don't know. I just like I, ever since this whole Trump stuff, I just don't agree. With, like, <laughs> I'm just like I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna go. And obviously, like him running, first of all, him running, like saying I'm running for president. I'm like, come on, bro. It's like you know nothing about. It's not gonna happen. Well, he he dropped out. He he dropped out. He's not going to go through it. Do it no more. It's just a rollout for his new album. You know, you have to understand. It's a long process to to to. I guess apply for president. Like it's really not. You know, you can't just say I am. I'm, I'm, I'm announcing I'm running for president. I guess yeah. like there's a system. But he was gonna run. He was gonna run you know, independently though. He was gonna run independently. You know what? You know what Trump taught me about success. No one okay. in this God-given earth, no one in this God-given earth can tell you what not to do. Go back to an older video. Trump was on Oprah Winfrey's show. This is back when he was a normal person. And if they I, asked, I, they asked him, "Would you if you ran for president?" Would you win? This guy said, "Yes, I would." And who knows how how uh, how what's the word like how how qualified he was then? He's not qualified now. But let me tell you, if there's one subliminal lesson you can learn, is you could do whatever you want and achieve it and be the best at your craft. Even though he's not the best at anything, but that's the lesson that I learned. That was a beautiful lesson. <laughs> hey Mo, like uh, at least listen, dude. The, like, listen, you don't want to. <laughs> too funny. Actually, I do have another question for you. Um, since you're a really creative person, and also you like fashion, photo editing, photography, music, all these different things, I know there has to be like either a music video or a movie that like inspired you so much as far as like colors and the visuals and all that thing, wow, like, something you look back to for this just guy. like inspiration and stuff there has to be a music video or like 
a movie that definitely like inspired you as a kid or Yo, he left. even now? What is that movie? He left, bro. Music videos. What? He left because he got bored of your question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yo, 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 my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped out, bro. Nah, bro. I told Molly. I, I told you, you got bored of Abdul. I told Molly you got you got bored of his question, so you left. Yeah, I was asking like a sick question, and then I was almost like he left. I thought you were joking. I like looked at the screen. I'm like, wait, he's gone. What the heck, bro? That that you know what I'm gonna tell you something right now. That was exactly what was happening, man. I just I had to take. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Uh, like, I guess you didn't hear my question at all, right? No, you didn't hear it. I didn't hear. I didn't hear the question. Make the short. Make the short question before he leaves again. All right, let me ask it again. All right, so since you're a really creative person, and obviously, like you're known for doing a lot of different things, I know for a fact there's definitely like either a music video, a movie, or something that gave you like some sort of inspiration, as far as like colors, visuals, and different palettes, and like something that just blew your mind when you're either a kid, teenager, up till now. Like, what is that music video? Or movie that just stands out to you when you look, you have to watch it for inspiration. Amazing question. I like I like really weird stuff. I like stuff that's out of the box that people aren't really comfortable with. Really yeah. thought provoking things. But I I really am was into this um, this artist, uh, Mad Villain or so or Mad. Yes, yes. You know him, bro. Wait, he was on a planet. This man who is legendary. That? MF Doom. MF Doom. MF Doom. And Mad Lib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those guys. Quasimodo was also yes. another one. You know Quasimodo? Of course. I'm a which, one was that, which one was that uh, That green thing that was walking all the time? The uh, Yeah. Yeah, that I'm one. A, I'm a hip-hop connoisseur, bro. That's a lie. Okay, next question. This, this is underground, Osama. No, bro. I know, bro, it, about this. Osama, Mo, I know underground. Is Quasimodo? Like, that's... You, not a lot of people know Quasimodo, but... No, no, no. You have to be, like, a geek to Yo, know about this. I was, <laughs> it was a nerd back then. <laughs> <laughs> this is super underground. But that album, that 2004 album, yes, Mad Villain... I definitely can see that influence on you for sure. Yeah, and then also, uh, also um, Kendrick Lamar. I think Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" was one of the. Just it just was so good. Every track on there was just amazing. That is um, that's not when he made that album. That's when I realized he's not an artist; he's a musician. Like that is, that's like Marvin Gaye, Miles Davis. Like he's he's not an artist or a rapper. Like he's a musician. Like there's a difference. That's when everything changed after my eyes once he dropped that album. Bro, I just got an issue. Um, I'm, if there's gonna be a, a a tornado warning. What? Yeah, bro. I'm looking oh, at Phil? the sky from my house right now. <laughs> it looks really close, bro. I think no. I think it's gonna be thunderstorms. Like severe. Well, thunderstorms. They, they said this a few days ago. Apparently, there was a tornado, like a small tornado in Milton. What? You know, yeah, bro. But it's, it's, I do I just do, do want to say uh, yeah well hopefully it's like a, it's a it's dark if you look if you look outside the window it's it's a gloomy outside. have you guys ever seen a tornado no, uh, no. <laughs> an actual tornado Thank no God. <laughs> have you ever seen a tornado or something like that? dude I've never seen a tornado either to be honest but I I've seen I see videos and I see photos I'm like dude how does this stuff exist like how how why does this happen. I'm actually not gonna lie, Abdul. I'm pretty impressed that you know Quasimodo and Mad Villain. I'm pretty, I'm pretty impressed. I'm bro, not gonna lie. This guy makes it sound like no one knows Mad Villain, bro. Bro, you have to give it up to my uncle, man. My uncle was the. Man. Oh yeah, he said he's a DJ. That makes sense. And from Holland, oh yeah, for sure. The need if he put you on for sure. Jeez, oh, yeah. Abdul has that creative style of music. Yeah, I but when, when this guy said Kendrick Kendrick Lamar, I I can 100% see this guy. 
Kendrick Lamar shaping his Yo, I remember Osama, you and me used to have beefs about that, bro. And you were like, yo, why didn't age well? But hold on, hold on. Well. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Mo, anybody, everybody that you know, this is aside from Abdul, like everybody from like, because for people that don't know, I've known Muhammad since I was six years old. Six. <laughs> since I was six years old. So everybody that has agreed with me that Mo has the worst taste in music. Anyways. No, but Abdul, to talk about to talk about Kendrick Lamar, and I'll, and I'll be and I'll say this on the podcast. I can respect his business side, his art, his the fact that he is he will go down as legit one of the greatest rappers of all time. He will definitely go down as one of the, one of the greatest rappers of all time. However, it's just not my taste of music. Like I listen, I'll listen to any other music. Just I'm not gonna go out to some. And sometimes it may not. It just did not connect with me. And Mo would play his music in my car. And even this, even Abdul, bro, Abdul would play his music. Yes. And I'm, like, I'm like, bro. It's Kendrick. King Kendrick. Can, can I explain to you? Can I explain to you why Kendrick? Why I pick I Kendrick over know. most rappers? So okay. please. actually hold on. Let's, let me ask the question. Why is Kendrick Lamar? What does he mean so much to you? What is he what has he done to shape your life? Have you ever listened to the words he said in any of his songs? It's like a Bible. It's like it's like opening up Whoa. like a rap Bible or like something and, and he's just preaching words that resonate with a lot of people. It's it's not just to do and mostly it is to do with like if Tipipa Butterfly was Basically, like if it's almost like a documentary, yeah, in a rap verse. Like if 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 he rapped a documentary about his like past Incredible. life, him and him being a kid, his relationship with his mom, his relationship with friends, how he got into crime, how he got into rap. It was so deep, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he just he conveyed that in a way that was like you know, want to tell people like. And then and then he started rapping about like how he was in Africa and he met a kid who was like smarter than him. He thought yep. he, he had an ego. Like he talked about like how his his whole life he he thought he knew everything until he met this kid who was younger than him. Yeah. And his kid was like exposed him for all the things that he said he is, but he is not. He exposed him for being I know everything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that song was like, whoa. Amazing track. He, he the, by the end of the song, he just flipped the entire script on you. It was like, dude, like I said all these things, but I'm really not this man. Like mm-hmm. he spoke to people in a way that resonated, and, and people would look at, will listen to that and be like, "Whoa, what this guy is saying just makes so much sense." He's saying something that is provoking the. It's 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 challenging the way I think. Of course, and that's what artists are supposed to do. Whether you're a painter, whether you're a musician, whether you're an intellectual thinker, that's what you're supposed to do. Whether you're uh, a director, Dude. an actor, that's your job. Look, obviously speaking. Like we've not all... like what someone listens to, like Molly Cyrus and like. Okay, hold on. First of all, you know, hold on. You know what's a lie. This guy, this guy, and right. the Wiggles theme song. That's what someone <sighs> has on his playlist, bro. <laughs> this guy's an asshole. Okay. Um... It's the magic school bus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know what I find funny is how you know the lyrics and I don't. So who? No, you play this your car all the time, bro. Okay, this guy's a liar. <laughs> Coming from the guy, <laughs> what's the show that Mo used to watch? Oh man, I forgot. I gotta ask Jaffer, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's guy used to watch like freaking Barney or Cuddle Bear. What, what's that show? He used to watch Cuddle Bear. But I'll I'll... it. Uh huh. It's Care Bears. Everyone used oh. to watch Care Bears. Everyone used to watch. <laughs> it. I used to watch Care Bears. Ah, it was my favorite show, but everyone used to watch it. That's a lie. Care but Bears. I, do... <laughs> I used to you watch uh, Care Bears? Bob the Builder and freaking. Monster Truck or something. There was a show. It was uh, Monster Machines. Abdul knows. Monster oh, Machines. Oh, okay. Yeah, bro. On TDO Kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ah, yo, this guy, oh, knows. This guy knows. I hated Bob the Builder. Are you dumb? So yo, Bob the Builder was a legend, bro. Jeez. You guys like Bob the Builder? Yo, you're the legend. I wish I was boring, bro. 
You guys watch Roly Polioli? No. Oh, whoa. Have you ever watched Osama? Don't Bro, recall. Roly Polioli is one of the most creative shows I've ever seen in my Roly life. Roly Polioli? Yeah. It sounds familiar. You it know. was like the, how do I describe it? It's like 3D animation and it's like this family and they're like, I don't know how to describe it. They're like, <laughs> okay, well, until like you... cubes and like different shapes and stuff. Oh, it was the most God, disgusting. weirdest creative show ever. There was, there was a show, there was like a two minute show they put up every, on, on, uh, on, I think it was, uh, a TVO. I don't remember. Oh, Pengu. Is it Pengu? Pengu, Pengu, Pengu. No, no, it wasn't Pengu, but Pengu was, is awesome. But it was a show, it, it, it had, uh, all these like cartoon, like animals with like faces oh. on them. Timothy the Ghost of School? No, no, that was no, amazing no, show. no, no, no. It, it, it was on, a bro. good show, but oh man. I, Thomas I the Tank Engine. What show did you say, Osama? Thomas the Tank Engine. That was my favorite show as a kid, bro. Oh, Shout I love the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> the most memeable Yo, I want to ask, uh, so hold on, hold on. I want to ask Abdul. I had a question for this guy and I just forgot. Ah, shake my head. Do you guys hear the thunderstorms, by the way? Oh, yeah. It's, I'm Dude, it's, my house is like raining right now. Yeah. Well, we, 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 oh, oh, did you hear that thunderstorm? Yeah. You were supposed to go to Toronto. Yeah. I'm not going to Toronto anymore. Why? To see Remy? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. too. The weather's crazy. Screw that. I don't care. And then, Abdul, I hope you know we all live in Oakville, bro. You know, Mo, you know Mo moved here. Mo, Mo lives that close to you now. Really? Yeah, bro. The Mo, <laughs> Mo lives in Glen Ashton, 8th line area, bro. No, I do not. That is very true. I love biking down Northwest Trail, man. I always see Abdul on his Snapchat riding his bike, bro, acting like a like a like a like I don't know, just like a sweeter man, bro. There's like no hands on the handles, man. It's like I I was so good at biking at one point that I was able to like basically bro, sit on the on? side of the bike, yeah, and go downhill. Just like sit on the side, just let the bike go, and boom. But yeah, I, I can't do that no more. But I haven't I haven't been on a bike in five years. Five I want to get a bike. Yeah, bro. Well, Mo, listen, man, go for a jog. It's well, on a very like nice day. Go for a walk. Go for a jog. I go, dude. You should come. You should come with me, bro. I go to the gym every single day outside. A gym outside gym. Yeah, well, it's like we go. We go. The jungle gym. We no more. Okay, we go. Are you know how loud that is? Yeah, I heard that, bro. You know what? Um, insane. This is really insane. It legit has this conversation will definitely be the most interesting one I've had because uh, we've talked about so many things and like within. 60 minutes. Cool, bro. You got to make it creative. Dude, honestly, I told Abdul I haven't seen him almost a year and a half, bro. That's crazy. Because I used to see this guy every single day back when I was like, we were working, we were working on the same team. Now it's just like, that's it. It's a perfect day for you guys to meet up. No, not in this thunderstorm, Whoa, bro. Not just, in this thunderstorm. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, it's like this guy's hungry, bro. I was just I was, I was, just explaining. I was just explaining to Osama, like, also 20 minutes, like, within the first 20 minutes. I had this really weird dream, bro. I've been having some weird dreams. And people apparently have had dreams about me. Like, three, three of my friends in one week have had uh, dreams about me. In a pleasing way or in a negative way? Bro, like, two of them said, like, I was, I was, uh, I was looking for them and I killed them or something. Or something like that. Like, I was kind of worried about <laughs> The other one came up to me and was like, the other one came up to me and was like, I was stalking them. I was like, what? Dude. And then I had a dream I was in a cult, bro. Okay, what the heck are you been listening? What have you been doing recently? Like, <laughs> it's all relates. <laughs> what movie have you been watching? Okay, you know what I, you know what I got? I grew an interest in? Like, I'm not, I'm not a weird person who goes down a rabbit hole or something like that, but I, I really am interested in like uh, cults. 
That's why. Learning about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> weird shit, answer. but it's interesting, man. You, you know what's really interesting? This Jeffrey Epstein thing, bro. Oh, crazy. Oh, it's like, a movie come to real life. it's like a movie come to life. Yeah. Because this man, this you know, there's a conspiracy out there that he was actually an FBI agent here. He was some secret... Um, he was a he was an agent for like a secret uh, organization. Yeah, and that what he would do is his business was to blackmail these rich people so that they would be able to fall in line with fall in line with some like world order or something like that. So that you know he would have their number. He'd be like, "You be my, you basically are my bitch." And now I whatever we did, like you know we we go to this island, we basically bang kids, and. Insane. And and you know what what's crazy? Bill Flinton flew with him twenty six times. You said Bill Flinton. <laughs> uh, Bill uh, Bill Clinton flew with him twenty six times. Is hungry, bro. And he he went. Um, one of the times, uh, Jeffrey Epstein brought him to his crib, and he had a painting of him in a dress, like Bill Clinton. Yeah, in a I dress. heard about that. Yeah, I saw that. Why? Like, why would you have that? Bro, that's the thing. The elites, it's all interconnected. But the point is, they don't operate they don't operate on the foundation of faith and religion and moral principles. It's totally through fornication, indoctrinated beliefs rooted in like evil and weird practices. It's just it's just creepy. It's insane, right? Like they rather have all the like the thing is, I want to ask you this. Having the pleasure of having buildings, corporations, and very power structures. It's a beautiful thing, obviously, right? We all want that and stuff, right? But why is it that people who have so much power... Oh, my God. Why is it that one person has $167 billion to their name, and then basically there's other people all around the world. There's probably like a population of 4 billion, 3 billion people all around the world who can't even afford to, you know, buy clothing, who can't even afford to feed their families. I mean, one person, you have to think about it, one person has seven billion dollars or sorry has more has about 160 billion dollars jeff bezos why is it that this man has this much wealth like an ungodly amount and then you look at you look at someone some kid from i don't know like south america or africa anywhere anywhere in africa like it's crazy and they're suffering from diseases and 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 viruses and stuff like that Yo, 